then here we go. And then, um, yeah, so. Yeah? Yeah. So, well, hey. hey. Welcome to the Christmas episode, weirdos. Ho, 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 motherfuckers. Oh, that was kind of rude. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> My bad. So, we, um, Tom wanted to cram another one in. So, um, well, to start <laughs> off, I, I am Mike Eshelman. Oh, and I'm Tom Arnold. And we are jamming another Christmas episode in. Now, Tom. Yeah. I, I went the extra mile. Not only did I watch the movie, yeah, I read IMDb, but I also wanted to recreate part of the movie here in the episode. So I have a voice of Christmas past as a special <sighs> guest tonight. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Ah! Uh, yeah, look, live from the closet. <laughs> Surprise! Oh! Wow, positive peg. How are what you? A Christmas, I, what a Christmas! What a Christmas present! I, I, <laughs> it's just too good. It's just too good. Absolutely. How are you? I'm good. Good. Living the dream out here in the devil's anus. Yeah? That good, huh? Oh, I can't wait to leave. Oh. When, do you, when do you get to leave? Um, as soon as cybersecurity deems that it is okay for us to work remotely. Understood. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, hopefully within a year. Oh. We're getting the bathrooms redone right now, so you know we're, we're we're making the improvement, you know, the necessary improvements to get the house sold for sure. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Cautiously awesome. optimistic, as with all things. Of course. Military. Well, I just wanted to say um, a quick thank you to uh, your green room because they had my beverage of choice. Um, so I oh, always appreciate oh. that when you take care of me. So thank you. I'm having a nice margarita here with you gentlemen tonight. Perfect. Um, yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. We take care of it. You're welcome. So, um, while you were fumbling around, yeah, with, sorry about um, that. I... Your web browser. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was introducing the concept that we were going to, you know, look at Scrooge mm-hmm. through the rose tinted glasses of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As far as I got before you texted me was that this came out in '88. Mm. And that's all the further way down. So you, right. you are now up to speed. Because <laughs> I hemmed and hawed and stuttered and bantered about <laughs> thinking that it would be cut out. And so that, you know, we might. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't edit my way out of a wet bag. So that yeah. won't be happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's authentic. It's real. Whenever right. you hear static in our show, like bleeps and stuff, I'm doing that with my mouth during the editing. Like, since I don't know where the buttons are, I just go. That sounds so good. <laughs> That's phenomenal. And we do what we can. So, um, Peggy, tell us about your history with Scrooge. Did you do you remember watching this when it came out? So, funny story. I um, this came out in 1988, so I would have been all of 18 yep. years old, as were you. Mm-hmm. And um, we were not allowed to watch Scrooge. 
uh, it was, you know, one of those, I know, I know, Mary, may she rest in peace. You know, she, she picked and chose her battles and um, that was one of them. So I didn't actually see it probably till like uh, five to 10 years huh. after it came out. No so, shit. I mean, was, so what about it was, what was her issue with it? <laughs> probably just Bill Murray. <laughs> and just, All right, that's just, fair. Being, just being unpredictable. Um, was it, ra- is it rated R? Don't think yes. it. Yes. Okay. I, I would then so, that's yeah. why. There was, there was that's why. Several f bombs yes. and some, some language. Yes, that was why then. Oh, was rated R. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now see, uh, first of all, new prefaces with, I loved. Um, so did I. Thank you. One of my favorite teachers of oh, all time. I'm so ever. glad. Um. Every. Yeah. Tops of teachers, mentors. You have it. Um. Perhaps she had an issue that uh, with the translation of the source material. <laughs> that could be. That could very well be. Um, you know, which I thought was brilliant, but I can understand where a purist may have an issue. This right, is very true. Right. I really think it was because of rated R movie. That's all it was because it was rated R, and we were not yeah. allowed to really see rated R movies. Um, That's fair. Yeah, but. My wife, my wife Sarah, was in a similar situation growing yeah. up, so I don't think she saw this until much later. later. Yeah, hmm. but I did. Yeah. I do remember seeing it though within like the next ten years. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, thought it was funny. Thought it was. Did it, did it resonate? I yeah, totally. Um, especially yeah. because at that time I was uh, was really getting into Saturday Night Live, you know, and watching mm, um, watching mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live and. That was that would have been probably the time, yeah, around when I was in Chicago um, and visiting friends in Chicago. And I just remember we would always, you know, go out, but we always ended up at somebody's apartment to watch snippets of Saturday Night Live before going out again. Um, so yeah, so every every time I see Scrooge like advertise, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. So I do. I have a I have a positive memory of it. What about you? What about you guys? Yeah. Uh, well, Tom, this was your topic, man. Tell, tell us about your history with Scrooge. Um, I remember seeing this in 88 when it first came out, you know, when it came out, when it was released. And, um, you know, honestly, it, my grades and probably Peggy, your mom's uh, recollection would probably not support this. But I was a fan of Dickens uh, from a very young age. And... Mm. Uh, so yeah, again, I I loved the source material, and I loved you know this take on it. Right, um, the modernization uh, of it completely mirrored the times, and it was it was a great update and adaptation. I thought, plus you know uh, you know the the obvious hat tip throughout the, the you know the film of yet uh, you know, during a production of. A Christmas Carol. This happens, mm-hmm. um, so I thought that was quite clever to uh, to sort of dovetail that into the whole thing. And then in '88, you know, we remember, you know, we had we had you know Gecko telling us greed is good. Remember, you know, the '80s were were mm-hmm. uh, penny stocks. It was all about money. It was greed. Right. It was big business TV. I re- the promo that he shows, yeah. he's like, that oh, promo yeah. sucks. Yeah. And then he's like, 
here's my promo. And there's like <laughs> nuclear explosions and people being shot. I mean, right, like Die Hard, right? Like a Die Hard promo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like oh, wow. And then, like, you know, the, an old lady died when she watched it. Yeah. This was a good thing. <laughs> like, it was so very 80s. Um, mm-hmm. It. it, it you know, it, it sort of held that mirror up. It's like, really, is this who we are? <laughs> right. So I, I love that pe- that that part of it. Um, and a, a TV executive was the perfect Scrooge in this story. Right. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. As a, as an eighteen year old, I was aware of this sort of bullshit going on in the world, and so yeah, it resonated. It it worked mm-hmm. to me. Okay. What about you, Ash? Okay. Ash? Uh, by the time this came out, I think I was already getting jaded. So mm. I didn't I didn't connect with this when I was 18. I saw Bill Murray, who I don't I don't think he had done any comedy since Ghostbusters. So it'd been like four, four years. years. Yeah. Yeah. And so like here he is in, in this like adaptation of a Christmas carol. And I'm like, ah, I'm not buying it. Now, I probably ended up seeing it in a theater just because we had nothing to do on Fridays anyways. But again, I, I was so negative. So I, I guess I had this like reverse nostalgia. So I hmm. I maybe watched it in its entirety twice since then. You know, in oh, 35 years. Yeah, I don't but think watching, I've seen it more than a handful of times between But watching it now. for this episode... Holy shit, it's amazing. I I will admit, I, I laughed out loud in an empty room. And I actually teared up a little bit at the end, too. Dude, so did I. Same. I felt it's stupid. Same. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Right? He's doing it's the- that Richard Donner yeah. bullshit. Like, they, you know, they play just the right piano note and, like, fucking Pavlov's dog. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Right? He's Crying got that F note. That F note. <laughs> The shit in your pants, you cry. <laughs> Donner! <laughs> oh my He's got god! It, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but it, it was funny as hell. It still resonates. Um, yeah. as, as far as like time timelessness goes. I think the only like very dated joke was the Richard Pryor. On oh Fire my gosh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. And then the yeah. other, um, the other dated thing that was um, just kind of funny to me, of course, was the pioneer VCR, right? Like that was the oh, yes. gold yeah. in those days. Like, like that a was, VCR. Shit, yeah, that was like a $300. Exactly. Exactly. It was like a $600. If, hey, yeah. They're probably right. Yeah. And that box was gigantic too. It was so <laughs> big. Yes. i love that (laughs) fucking yeah but um one of the little um what what do you want to call it like surprise treats for me was seeing wendy malik as like a 12 12 year old (laughs) right she has been in television and movies forever yep absolutely it was just so fun to see her like so young oh yeah but I agree on, and she wasn't bitter yet. I agree on the Richard Pryor joke, though. Um, 
and, and I talked to my husband too, cause he just watched this a couple weeks ago. Um, and he saw it when it mm-hmm. first came out and he said the same thing about the Richard Pryor joke. He's like, yeah, whoo, yeah. yeah. But that's the only thing, like, right? That's going to sit in, yeah, that, that, that'll, you know, that'll sit any interested Gen Zer Googling. What the fuck yep. is that about? And it, it's not like it was tasteless um, by any means, you know, it, it there, there no. were no like, it, <laughs> dude lit himself on fire. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not like we're not offending anybody's sensibilities. Like no, free base and no. coke lit himself on fire. I mean, yeah, shit Love happens. Richard Pryor. No, no disrespect at all to Richard Pryor. Of course He's not. Of course pioneer, not. Absolutely. Um, a brilliant fucking comedian. Um, but yeah, that, I think out of the entire thing, that one little line is yep. really the only true, like, big red flag. <laughs> this is from the eighties. Right. Kind of, yeah. kind of thing. Yep. Um, other than the cast, <laughs> but yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, and, and again, I didn't, I didn't IMDB this before I watched it. So a lot of, I remember Ooh. the gist of it. And I remember like the big hand of the ghost of Christmas future. And that was like it. So yeah. when, Buster Poindexter came blowing around the corner oh. in that cab. I'm like, holy shit. That was amazing. Uh, <laughs> With the lights like, inside and everything. I was like, and right, then they go yeah. back to his neighborhood in 1955 and every, like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm back in my childhood. Like all the colored right? lights, no white lights anywhere. Just right. there were all the colored lights on all yeah. the houses, yep. except, except Bill Murray's, except Frank's house. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's your veal. Veal. Like the five pound thing of veal. That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love how he tries to justify it to David J. Hansen. Like, let's buy today's dinner. It's $50 worth of milk fed beef. I was dying at that. (laughs) That's a thoughtful gift. Milk fed beef. Oh, (laughs) God. Oh, God. <laughs> so I I, oh, I do have a, I have a question for both of you um, about Bobcat Goldthwait, right? Like, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when when you saw it as as young gentlemen, you know, what was Bob's reputation at that point? Was that kind of like his breakout movie? I don't even know. Police Academy. I, Police, Police Academy, Academy. I think was okay. before this. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and remember, we we had well, I had um, HBO. Oh, so right. You were all the, fancy. They, HBO used to have all the, the stand-up. I mean, oh, that was yeah. the only place you could watch stand-up yeah. back then was HBO. So I had known Bobcat from, like, the young comedian specials that would be on and, and things like that. So I was familiar with him. He was fucking amazing in this movie. I mean, he plays the same character every show. Essentially, so yeah. It's, it's not a stretch, but he was so funny in this, though. <laughs> You know? This was great. I loved him in this. I mean, this was the, he was the perfect person for uh, Elliot Loudermilk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Loudermilk. I know the name is the so Loudermilk, right? So perfect. <laughs> it's just so perfect. Um, you know, and even like the little pratfalls of, of the taxi cab splashing him with water, and so his yep. paper bag bursts in the. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just right? so beautiful. I mean, it was so beautiful. Just such brilliant yes. touches. That, yes. like, oh yeah, yeah. We're not just watching this man's descent. Yes. We're actively kicking him down the stairs every scene yes. he's in. Yep. Yes. Uh-huh. 
uh, my breakout, my, my big, uh, not revelation, but uh, Alfre Woodard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who I've, I've come to just absolutely love. Um, yes. I'd forgotten that she was in this. I, but uh, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's great in this. Right. Mm-hmm. Which was not surprising because she's great in everything oh, yeah, I've absolutely. ever seen her in. I mean, if um, you take that cast and like just put a pin in this movie and then look at how far they had come since then, mm-hmm. uh, bar none, she's she's made the biggest leaps in her career since this point. Yeah. Absolutely. Except for like, you know, Roger, Robert Mitchell or Chuck Forsyth. Well, they had a history before that, too. Oh, yeah, but they're you dead. Know. So she wins. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Always. Yeah. 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 Well, I think every word kind of just wins in general. She's phenomenal. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like the working man CCH pounder. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Huh. Am I wrong? (laughs) You're not wrong, but you are. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. And I'll I'll tell you what, who had me cracking up laughing when I was watching this, and we talked about this a couple months ago, too, but fucking Carol Kane, man. Oh, Oh, yes! Every scene she was in was hilarious. Yeah. And they had to have so much fun filming that, too. You know, how much of that was just ad lib, yeah. you know, just her um, riffing with, with Bill Murray. So glad you brought that up because, yeah, she was the, the, the every frame that she was in was brilliant. Yes. Um, yeah. Carol Kane was absolutely phenomenal in this. And then, you know, we, we reviewed Taxi earlier this year. Yeah. And that was kind of her entrance, I think, right. into the industry. And, that's who we knew her as. So to have her mm-hmm. be this person, it's like, oh my God, she was so fantastic. Right? Oh, what is that? Oh, it's a toaster bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the abuse that oh, she yeah. delivered upon Bill Murray. The lip, the ear flick, the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> my God. She's so brilliant. funny. She was absolutely hilarious to watch. She is. She is. (laughs) So I'm taking it that um, just the way we're talking about this, that it's aged well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you don't need nostalgia to appreciate this for what it is. No, I don't think you've needed to see this in the 80s or 90s to to make this an enjoyable movie. And, and, you know, dude like you, I. Ah, towards the end there, you know, when he's, he breaks into the set and he's like, right. Hey, stop. And he's given a speech. It, it just goes on. It, it does seem like it goes on for a long time. Right. But it's for lack of a better word, it's powerful. Oh it's yeah. Moving. It, it hit me. Like he says earlier, we want to pull all the heartstrings and mother dude, he did. Right. That's I'll tell a you great, the exact, a great rant. Yes, the 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 exact moment that it got me. So he's going through his speech. He's walking through the the cast and everything, mm-hmm. and he gets closer to the the camera, and he pulls Claire on, and then they pan yeah. over to her office, and all her the people at the homeless shelter just go, "Yay!" Yeah. That's what got me. 
like that, that yeah. snippet when they panned over. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> I was done for. <laughs> totally. I think that was punch two for me. <laughs> the first was just like when he's just ranting and right. he's mm-hmm. like, you can, you get greedy for it. Mm-hmm. That was the one that got me. It's like you do this today, and then you do it every day, and then you get you get greedy for it, right? And that's what hit me. I don't know why, but that like, yeah, this is like happiness, joy, kindness is the best kind of infection that we could spread. Mm-hmm. So now here's something interesting, right? Because I'm um, I'm 52 years old. So I am, uh, I know, cheers to you. You don't look a day over 46. Thank you so much. Um, But, you know, one of the things these days is being woke, right? Like being woke about, you know, whatever. And the one thing that Tim brought up that I did not bring up, again, my husband, Tim, was that there is a lot of misogyny in this movie. That, Mm -hmm. you know, know, no. And and all I'm saying, I just want to say that for any... Because I can just hear it like any woman listening is going to be like, but Peg, why didn't you say about the misogyny? But you know what? Here's the thing. Mm. When I watched it, when I watched it. Why is the black woman the secretary? No, 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 no. The only black person in the movie is a secretary. Well, there are several black people. She got her whole family. It's all good. And little Calvin, how cute is he? I actually looked him up on IMDb. He worked from 1988 to 1990. Boom, done. He's out. Because I was like, oh, I wonder if he did anything else. All I wanted to say is when I was watching it, I felt that way a little bit in the beginning. But then throughout the rest Mm -hmm. of the movie, you know, they have that little fight. He and he and Claire. Right. They have that little fight and everything. Mm -hmm. But but I didn't really get a lot of that, to be honest. So the only reason I'm bringing that up is that. You know, you wonder, like, will this generation watch it and be like, oh, he's such an asshole because, you know, he's such a male chauvinist, right. big white guy, whatever. He's such a man. Such a man. But I personally did not have that reaction. So what do you guys think about that? Um, well, okay. So the only female executive for that mm-hmm. television station yeah. was also, and they, there was all innuendo, but you assumed that they were sleeping. Yes. So, or so you, have, point, you yeah. have one female executive mm-hmm. and she's like giving him a massage and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, questionable. Does it deserve a trigger warning at the beginning? No. no. Right. Not. That's but my it, point. Thank you. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you know, you're not wrong, Peg. Um, yeah. With, with the massage, you think, yeah, I don't think. Hmm. It's hard to say, from my perspective, if the current, you know, the Z's and the the younger millennials have experienced, you know, bad bosses like that. Yeah. Right. Um, The assumption is, yeah, bad bosses are not new. They're not old. They're infinite. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it, it, regardless of, race, creed, color, gender, you're going to have bad bosses. So as long as they can connect the dots and kind of do the math, that, oh, well, this guy's just a, a real dick. Right. Um, you know, insert the filter on top of this guy, mm-hmm. and it's very relatable. I think you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. 
if they can, if if they are equipped to do those sort of mental gymnastics, right, right, which, uh, yeah, and and it is, you know, like you said, it's it's a it's a a take on the Charles Dickens classic. Um, so if you're not familiar with that, then you're already lost, right? So right, yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yeah, if, if you're not familiar with the source material, yes, the source material, any, yeah. I, I'm sure Scrooge slapped an ass every now and again when he was going through oh, the, the grocery sure store. Oh, for sure he did. For yeah. sure. Uh, that needs to be punched. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, Tiny Tim, give me that little butt cheek. It's a cute little butt cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <See you. laughs> oh, you've heard worse. Okay, speaking of I've which. I've said worse. <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> Sidebar. I still love you. Oh, I love you too. So, <laughs> I, I saw Peggy a few weeks ago oh. down in Cincinnati. We were at this little taco joint <laughs> drinking margaritas and whatnot. <laughs> and Peggy said so many wonderful things about everybody at the table and was charming and funny and witty. But my favorite quote of hers the entire night was, I've kissed a lot of assholes. <laughs> and... <laughs> And every time I think of it, oh, I laugh no. out loud. <laughs> That's my takeaway from that night. <laughs> what? Damn. Why did I? All yeah. the wisdom you probably spilled <laughs> on that table. That's what he left. Holy with. shit! <laughs> what were we? Can like, we give some I'm context re- <laughs> <laughs> for the folks at all? Can I make something up or do you tell the truth? <laughs> Was it? You know, I love Tim, but. Right? <laughs> I'm a huge fan of starfish. Oh my god! Oh no! You know the best part of that Suicide Squad movie? <laughs> oh. I think we were just talking about like guys. Oh. And shitty men in general. Uh-huh. And Peggy just said, I've kissed a lot of assholes. But oh, again, yeah. I was sort of bouncing around all the different conversations at the table, and I, I just happened to move over to Peggy's side of the table for a second, and that's all I heard. I'm like, why was I listening to these other idiots? Yeah. I want to know what the fuck's going on over here, right? Yeah. There's potential analingus being discussed. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't I order the toss salad? <laughs> I, I must have been speaking to our other friend who was there. Who was perhaps dealing with some love issues of her own? Yes, yes. that's okay. exactly okay. what it was. Okay. Like talking about online dating and oh, stuff. Oh yes, yes. Now there's something I've never done. Yeah, we talked about that, and and so that's something that I I dwelled on for a while. That there are people our age that have never been on Tinder or any of the other dating sites just because they. Settled in, built their nest, and yeah, did their thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mm-hmm. strongly caution every listener to avoid online dating. That is well, all. Some of us don't have a choice. I mean, I don't. I don't go to church, <laughs> no. so I'm, I'm not going to pick picking it, up somebody at a church would be like uber creepy. But no, I, <laughs> um, when I was deployed. Did you kiss a lot of assholes? Uh, no. I didn't kiss any assholes. Oh, that's good. There was no kissing. 
There was no kissing in a war zone. Um, but like a third of the porn industry disagrees with you, but continue. I know those are great. <laughs> um, when you were deployed. So, yeah, you get like, hmm, what am I going to do when, I, when I'm able? And yeah, oh, God, I forget the site. Because it, this was the 2000. Okay. No, no, not even. This was 99. Were there sites then? Yeah. Ooh. Craigslist. <laughs> I forget what it was. Oh my god! He's list. And done. Yeah, I got a project for you. <laughs> Must be able to spack. <laughs> <laughs> and carry at least <laughs> Oh my god Craigslist <laughs> Serious offers only Oh wow So but there was There was some kind of like Dating app god, In Germany I mean, in the place you were deployed. No, this was this was in the I was in the Balkans. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh wow. No, but it was like with American chicks. Because when I got back, um, yeah, like I had two dates lined up <laughs> for when oh. I got back to Texas, and wow, yeah, those were bad. <laughs> those were bad bad dates. <laughs> Thankfully, like a few months later, I met my Thank wife. Thank God. There it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So avoid the online. Well, again, I can't. I can't caution the current generation because, like, if I if I were to find myself in that situation now, yeah, dude, I I work, I watch TV, and like I do this, right? Like this is like my thing. Like, like I, this is the only thing I look forward to. Like, that's not work or life. Not the only thing I look forward no, to. No, no, I get it. I get it. That's that's not accurate. Yeah. Um. But just think about my life is fantastic. Um. But as far as like, I don't have any hobbies. This is like the thing I do that's not other stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. It's required. So I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if. Um, if I think it's like all things, you know. Instead of instead of avoiding, I think just know know what each of the platforms are for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no rule book. You sort of have to dig around and find out for yourself. But yeah. yes. Um, but like for so here's, here's my limited like, my limited knowledge is. Tinder is not necessarily the place for long-term relationships. Right. Right. That's my understanding as well. Okay, great. Well. That, yes. That's it. There we are. I'm done. That's all I know. 
That's all you got. Oh, match. Okay. I mean, okay, yeah. match.com, which is like back to the, like one of the very first yeah. ones. Okay. So match and eHarmony are both, yes, that, that long-term relationship thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> plenty of fish is like for cheap people and, and gross people because there's no fees. Um, Craigslist used to be a great place to find victims, but they, they've done away with those subs since then. Um, that's an like unfortunate Tinder. Yes. If you just like, if you're out anyways, like, yup. Okay. Um, what about Bumble? Bumble. Okay. Bumble. Very female centric. It, it's, Bumble. it's skewed towards the woman. She's a hundred percent in charge of all the interactions. So it's oh. a little bit safer than like Tinder. Well, unless she's a serial killer, but okay, yeah. Hey, man. Fair Sometimes enough. you take what you can get. Okay, you know? okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've all we've all <laughs> dipped our toe in that water. <laughs> in the serial killer water, or in Bumble. <laughs> yep, serial killer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't think she's that crazy. Dude. Ah, I'll be fine. Dude. Ah, I'm hear from me in 48 hours. Dude, please. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's come a long way since 1999, I think. I hope. Still a lot of weirdos out there, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, and the thing so is, like, they, they've the weirdos have like formed a collective, like, they've organized the, like union, unions. It's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> nothing against unions. I get it. What do you got three? Yeah. God bless you, USA. All right, so, I yeah, there's like strength and power, and I think they've found each other. Mm, no, there's some there's some lone psychos out there. Oh, you're always gonna have your your lone wolves. That's what makes things source really my fall of 2021. Hmm? Yeah, there's uh, oh. yeah, yeah. The second the the, the third crystal comes out with an explanation of what it does and its power, I'm out. That's when, you know, I get that emergency call. Like, oh, my dog's on fire. I got to go, you know. <laughs> it's been real. Deuces. <laughs> Are you talking like actual crystals? I'm lost. Yeah. Yeah, when she brings out crystals and she's like, this oh, is yeah. the power the, of the, the healing yeah, power uh-huh, of this uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I have, I have no idea what you're talking. Oh about. yeah, some people are really into like crystals and you know what they what they can do, the powers they hold, and um, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And they have like back in the nineties. The, the... Yeah, yeah, it's it's huge now, dude. Huge. huge. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Speaking of Scrooged, um... <laughs> <laughs> bring us back. Bring us back. There, there's no, ter- you know, we meander so hard. And uh, Peggy, I know you're not a um, a voracious listener, but I had this great idea a few months ago that since by the end of the show, we sort of derail because by then the alcohol had kicked in and we go off on these rants. My idea was we need to start drinking about an hour before the show. 
Yeah. So the whole thing is like that. Yeah. It's just us babbling incoherently. Oh, is that is that where we are now? <laughs> about nothing. Not yet. Okay, no, good. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. We got about one word of whatever he's drinking, and then all hell I breaks. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm here. I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I'm out, so we need to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> we need to wrap this up. Yeah, okay. Just, Speaking of which. Just kidding. So two years ago, you were supposed to find us homeless mm. waters and people, mm-hmm. Peggy. How's mm-hmm. that going? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm glad it is you not did. so good in terms of finding people who are homeless from Waterson. But I do have some interesting t- statistics to share with you on the homeless population. Okay. Do you know? It's actually kind of like pop quiz. Do you, are you going to ask people to send money at the end of this? What? <laughs> Am I going to what? <laughs> are you going to solicit? Yes. Donations at the end Maybe. of Maybe. Okay. It's a surprise. Okay. So where do you think Ohio ranks in terms of homelessness in all the 50 states? 14. 27. <laughs> we are 34th, as a matter of fact. 34th. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. the number one state, I bet you can guess the number one state where homelessness is California. most prevalent. You are incorrect. It is New York. Yes. Really? Yes, I know. Well, those fucking homos are stupid. Move towards war, war, war. Right. It's so cold there. Okay, no. Here's the next thing that's going to blow your mind. California is not even second. Guess what the second state is that has... Washington. No. Rhode Island. No. Hawaii. It is Hawaii. (laughs) It is Hawaii. (laughs) Yes, it's Hawaii. How did they get there? This is my question as well. Um, <laughs> well they were rich before they got there, probably. So, yeah. <laughs> so the percentage of homeless population and chronically homeless is like 28% in Hawaii. And get the fuck out. I know. And I had the same question as you. I thought maybe you guys might know. Like, how do they get there? I mean, <laughs> do we just have, you know. Well, that's, 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 that begs the question. Are they for lack of a better adjective, indigenous Hawaiians, or are they, right. You know, imports, you know, right. Um, I mean, if they're imports, well then, yeah, they, they probably shot their wad getting there to, you know, live their dream. And then, Oh, well shit. Okay. I'm, I got nothing. I can't leave. Right. Uh, if they're local, well then that, that, that kind of, Requires a look at the economy of, of the, the right. of the state. What, what, what is joblessness like? What industries are are going tits up? Right. You know. So so here mm. and here's here's something else because I, I do want to be accurate in my numbers. The the to, I'm using the numbers based on the total homeless population per ten thousand people. So for example, it's forty five percent of so forty five percent of every ten thousand people that live in Hawaii are homeless. Which is, it only comes to, not only, I shouldn't say only, it comes to 6,000 people. Whereas in California, because it's a bigger state, obviously that number comes to 151,000. So technically there mm. are more people who are homeless, but the higher percentage is in Hawaii. Percentage. Um, I'll be damned. And so. 151,000 in California seems low. Right? But that's I mean, that's what it is. Let me check the date mm. on this. <laughs> oh, no, this came out, I mean, it's 2021. You know, yeah. so then you have to wonder, okay, is the Hawaii thing because 2021, I mean, people stopped traveling, 
you know, are people out of work because of the, the tourism yeah, industry, the you know, hospitality industry. industry. Huge, right? Yeah. And that's what they, the, the buck of their, of their industry is, is hospitality or, based. Tom, I think you, you hit it, the nail on the head. It, is it the indigenous people there where it, this is generational homelessness? Well, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where like welfare becomes a family business sort of thing. Right. Because, I mean, they, they sort of reinvented the wheel in Hawaii where they just they pushed all the indigenous people out of the way. Yeah. So so the white man could have another hotel and casino. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yes, if you look at the amount of people there, um, they may not necessarily, you know, may not replicate a New York homeless situation where they're on the, the little vent on the sidewalk. But um, it, it, if you're on the other side of the mountain living in a shack, I think that counts too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. This could be generation upon generation of homeless people, which yeah, your numbers make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing of course too about homeless people is that I- I'm not sure how they, how they gather their numbers, but I'm sure in all the States it's higher than is what is reported. Right. Um, but yeah. So, so that's what I got for you. Again, you, you- You've got to filter in how many of those are, are voluntarily. Well, oh my gosh! Homeless. So it's so funny you say that. You can't, dis- you can't discount that. No, it's a thing. It's a thing. So let's talk more about that, um, Tom. What is your what is your experience? No, it's really fascinating to me. Like, what is your experience with yeah. people who are voluntarily homeless? Um, I've 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 interacted with several since I've been here in California. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Um, but because I'm not, a, I'm not the asshole I appear to be on, on, on this show. Um, so I will I, I interact with with homeless people and, and those that are in need. And over the almost ten years I've been here, mm-hmm. um, the the majority. Of the homeless people I've interacted with, and this is like face to face. This is not, you know, not that I've got email or bullshit. Like, but, you know, this is like face to face, like flesh to flesh sort of interaction. Like, hey, what do you need? Um, like they're like cool with it. Like this is like their choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've been to the shelters that are in my area, and I've I've been to the the the, the food kitchens, and. I know it's not popular to to say, but for a lot of the people that I've interacted with personally, this is a life choice. Right. Hmm. Whether it's it's you know, from 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 the three of us sitting here, that seems crazy. So obviously they're fucked up. But no. They're human Americans and this is their choice. So, I don't. Yeah, it's just hmm. it's crazy. To I, me. I, just, I, I struggle with that idea a lot because I was brought up, you know, as I think we all were, with you. You get as hard as you put, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And homelessness was always like the thing that you like were the scaredest of. Yes. That or incurs or incarceration. Or incarceration, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. 
Um, and so, yeah, to deal with this, to, to interact with, with these people, it's like, I can't get my mind around this. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. Yeah. But, you know, and then the, the, the media puts out these numbers. Oh, homeless, it's a crisis. And, you know, Gavin Newsom, it's a crisis. It's a crisis. No, it's a fucking choice for most of these people. Um, again, one of the frustrations of living in California as a sentient, intelligent being. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I think the numbers, the data is skewed or, or is, is incorrect unless it includes that aspect of, of that homelessness population. Hmm. I, I also think, you know, I think it's, um, I think it's interesting too. And, and I am speaking from a complete, a place of complete ignorance and I admit this, but I, I think it's interesting that, um, you know, in California, I don't want to say this because, oh my gosh, I, I'm hearing it in my head, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Perhaps in a nicer climate, it's mm-hmm. it's it's easier. Oh God, how can we really say yep. that? It's easier. Like in Hawaii, yeah. like I'm like, oh, okay. You know, if worst comes to worst, we'll go live on a beach in Hawaii, right? Right. Um, right. right. Because, yeah. So that's just very interesting to me, right? Because obviously, like in um, Minnesota, you know, um, in, in very, very cold, bitter, bitter cities. And I lived in Minneapolis for a while and those people who, I don't, I don't think they're choosing it, you know, like they're freezing and they're, um, like bundled up with a hundred different sleeping bags and sleeping on a mat. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. But Mm -hmm. if they could get to California, (laughs) I'm sure they'd be like, Hey, this, this isn't, you know, this isn't as bad as, you know, as it, as it you don't be. have mother nature against you right. with everything else you're going through. Right, right. right. So it's a lot easier to live rough. I also wonder um, if kind of like in the in California, New York, and the bigger cities, well, I'm gonna say this. I mean, they do have the they have the resources, right? They have the places. But I also know in California, um, right before I left my big healthcare job, you know, schizophrenia running rampant in California. Um and you know that that renders a lot of people homeless because they don't get the support from their family, they don't get the medicine they need, they don't have the facilities set up for them. Mm-hmm. True. So um, I know back in the you know back in the eighties, um, mental health on a federal level was was uh, oh I forget what the heck it was. Oh God, for lack of um, you know Ronald Reagan deregulated several of the mental health benefits, shall mm-hmm. we say. Mm-hmm. And that ended up opening, for lack of a better term, the floodgates. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. And, and that was a huge spike in homelessness mm-hmm. starting in the 80s. I, don't, I, I do not think that that mental health statute has ever been readdressed in the years 100%, since. yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think... The majority of, of, you know, obviously, I think the majority of, of those that are not voluntarily homeless, like I'm going to spend my life camping on the street, I, the majority of those are, are, are mental health issues. Yep. Yes. Um, a lot of it, a lot of, uh, you know, it, obviously, you know, special interest to me are, are the homeless veterans. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 
you know, and it's it it spiked at the end of, of the Vietnam War when those folks came home and, and could not find a place. They they could not find a home. They they came back to the United States and were n- were not home. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and then it just kind of continued from that. Uh, yeah, there's benefits. Hey, here's your GI Bill. Well, I'm fucked up, so I'm not going to go to college. Right. I'm damaged. But nobody wanted to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I think the bulk of the homeless people have the same kind of deal. Those that aren't voluntarily. They're damaged, and there's no conduit. There's no access for them. Not no, but there's not enough. Right. Yes, access and that's something that to, to over and over again when normal combination, quote unquote, when we do like just our typical bullshit episodes uh-huh. where we just make fun of people, mm-hmm. a lot of those episodes end with us saying, you know, honestly, if this country were better situated to help people mm-hmm. with mental health issues, we wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> These people would be getting the assistance that they need and yeah. they wouldn't be going into Denny's topless throwing plates. You know, they, mm-hmm. they'd be somewhere with the help that they oh need. Oh my gosh. I got to tell you a story about the grocery store today. So I'm in the grocery store this morning at Kroger. I, I promise it relates. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is this woman who is in a um, clearly a wheelchair of her own um, and her husband is pushing her around the store. And she is, a, she, uh, when I got close to her, so she's like, let's say she's in her late sixties, early seventies. So is he, when I got closer to her, she smelled like a brewery. Um, and she was just like whining to him and yelling at him about the different groceries she needed and it was crazy town. I was, I was highly uncomfortable because my dad was manic depressive bipolar. So I'm like, Ooh, stay away from me. This is not, we're full up of crazy here. Um, but it was just, it was very interesting because I felt so bad for her husband who was like pushing her around the store. Um, yeah. you know, like at the very beginning when they got there, he put a cart in front of her and she was like, I push it, I push it. Like, seriously, you know, she's like 69 years yeah. old. Um, but then in the, in the checkout lane, though, they had this kind of beautiful moment where she was like in the, in the line and she would push herself off of um, the sides of the lane and like her, her wheelchair would just like go scooting back a little bit <laughs> and she would laugh and then she'd pull herself forward and push herself back again. And he, and he was laughing because she was laughing, but it, it's just, it just hit me. It's like, it's everywhere. Right. Like it's it's everywhere. People are struggling and and she's very lucky that she has him, you know, to stand by her and be with her. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Hmm. So how crazy is it that Mary Lou Retton played herself in the 1988 movie Scrooge? Not at all. I couldn't, I couldn't think of (laughs) casting anybody else as Tiny Tim. Right? I mean, she seemed like the the perfect choice. I thought she was great. Yeah. I thought she was just great. Did any of you notice that they kept using the same Yes! Okay, I was going to say it. I was going to say it, but I didn't didn't want to be like negative Nancy, but yes! They they paid her for 10 minutes of her time and three flips. 
Yep. Okay, that's what we we'll use. Done from multiple right? angles. We'll use it from the different angles yep. and inside the camera and outside the camera yeah. with the green screen, without a green screen. Oh, it was amazing. Because it always <laughs> ends on that same guy yes. standing behind yes. her. Yep. Uh, all right. Oh, that was really funny. <laughs> oh, God. The, did they pay her by the flip? Or was they there must like have. a block of time? She must have been like, look, bitches. <laughs> I got 10 minutes. Well, I mean, if you think about, so if this came out in 88, when they were filming, she was probably training oh. for the Olympics. That's a very good point. So, yes. I, yeah. I will take Richard Donner money, but I don't have time to fuck around. Right. So we're going to do one take, and I'm out. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick sidebar. Like Buddy Hackett. Okay. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like Buddy Hackett. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Buddy Hackett probably just sat there and ate all the craft services that he could. Oh, Buddy Hackett and, and fucking John, John Houseman, probably the same thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like he said, like the scene they cut to him and he's moving with his headphones and I'm like, that was for him the entire time. <laughs> like, had this been done now, this would have been like, yeah, let me let me zoom this in. Yes. <laughs> I'm John Houseman. I'm from the paper chase and a couple oh other God. things. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Peggy, I stomped on you. What were you trying no, to no, say? No, no, not at all. Not at all, Ash. So what um what other films did Donner do? Because like back in that back in the day, oh, I um, I did not really pay attention to that whole thing. You know, I was all I was all into like John Cusack and um, the Breakfast Club kids and all that. Kind of, but I wasn't really paying attention to like directors, writers, blah 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 blah. So uh, okay. okay, Lethal Weapon, oh. all the Lethal oh. Weapons, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, such a good movie. Uh, Goonies, does that? Sound oh, right? really? That, yeah, 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 that sounds yep. right. Goonies. I know he did Lady Hawk. <gasps> yep. Lady Hawk was one of my favorite films ever. Right? The super, yes. The Superman movies. The Superman. No, no let's, let's go back to Lady Hawk. Oh my God. When the sun, <laughs> when the sun is coming oh. up and they're like. Michelle Fiverr, Rooker oh, Howard, and they like, have yes, the, 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 the and poor the fucking Matthew Broderick just running around the hills <laughs> just trying to keep him up alive. Fuck! <laughs> it was a great movie. Oh my god, it was so good. I did not want. Lovely I did not movie. want that movie to end ever. No, it was so good. Okay, so thank you. That's cool. So those are those are also yeah, Donner yeah, yeah. movies. Okay, all right. Yeah. Did they also use the F chord in those movies? They must have because I cried like a baby. Uh, yes, cried. all of them. <laughs> I don't think I cried at Superman two. Uh, no, I didn't cry at Leave a Weapon two. No. No. I don't really remember the no. premise of Lethal Weapon 2. I gotta be honest. It's the premise of Lethal Weapon 1, wasn't it? It's the one where the <laughs> the white crazy guy and the black old guy <laughs> get too old for this shit. <laughs> Solve a crime. But it's, but the- I'm Australian and sad because my wife's dead. <laughs> I live in a trailer with a really cool dog. Yeah. Oh, where is the one where he lives on the beach? Is that one or two with the dog? Yeah. 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 yeah all of them. Okay. All of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, because the helicopters come in and they blow his fucking <laughs> yeah. trailer up. 
Well, not the only dog blow it up, the dog is gonna hatch. I thought that was like, brilliant. They fucking way. perforate it. You know, there's like a seventy-five thousand yeah. holes in this thing. It's held together by the holes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by, by the memory of what it used to look like. <sighs> but I always I thought it was brilliant hair, that he installed a hatch for his dog right, to get the in dog. Yes. Yeah, like that's a that's a guy that that in, enjoys having a pet. Absolutely. And the right. knocking on heaven's door, right? That ends one of the movies. He's like, Riggs, don't you die on me, Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I think that was two or three. Oh, was it? Okay. Sure. Okay. Oh, I loved right. it. I loved it. <sighs> oh, Fuck. so good. Such good stuff. <laughs> Riggs. Riggs and Murtaugh. And Murtaugh. And Murtaugh. That's right. And Murtaugh. Murtaugh. Yes. Murtaugh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, did you God. guys ever watch the show? The TV series? No. Mm-mm. They did a TV series. I forget what mm-hmm. platform or network. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I never so, did. The first um, one didn't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was yeah. going to Then I'll quit talking about Lethal Weapon, but um, I saw a saw in the theater, knew nothing about it going in. I think it was just on a whim. And so when Danny Glover shows up as one of the characters in that movie, like I haven't, I hadn't seen him since fucking 84, whenever Lethal mm-hmm. Weapon came yeah. out. Yeah. And he's playing a cop. So like, there's all these chase scenes. So again, I, I'm watching this hyper violent movie. Which, yeah, it had its flaws, but I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll just go along with this shit. And then Danny Glover's running down hallways. I'm like, nope, this is bullshit. There's no way that guy is going to catch this fucker who's like 40 feet ahead of him. <laughs> and they're, they're showing like bouncing off walls. Like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, this movie's over. The bad guy's going to get away because fucking Danny Glover's out of shape. <laughs> But carry on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh my god, that's the best. Oh my gosh. But I mean, it's Christmas is coming up. Watch Saw again. Watch Saw. And <laughs> just watch the scenes with Danny Glover. I'm like, why are you chasing anybody? Why are you not in like just kneeling down? Like, if I don't shoot him, I'll just pretend I never saw him. You know? <laughs> why are you? Bothering? Why aren't you in the van? You need to be in the van. <laughs> you need to be in the van, Danny Glover. <laughs> you're not the. You're you not, are too old for this. Yeah, shit. you're not. You're not the foot chase guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. So, anyways, what were you talking about? Me or, or Tom? I, I think it was Tom. What was I saying? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> football. F- 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 <laughs> yep, <Just>. exactly. <sighs> hey, oh, by the way, Ash, thanks for, for putting uh, uh, the gentleman who fell into my ear. Uh, that's been my, my earworm for the last yes. week. And I, I've been giver. very happy with it. What is it? It, mm, it's a, it was a single... In 1995, okay, by Ford. Um, 
was it four? 1994 yeah. by um, mod slash actress Mila Jovovich. Ooh. And it's, oh. it's such an earworm. It's just like the violin gets stuck in your head. Just over and over and over again. Wait, is Mila yeah. Jovovich from The Fifth Element? Is that her? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. Resident Evil mm-hmm. movies. Oh, love that movie. It's a really great movie. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so we were talking about this song a couple weeks ago when we were recording because I, I tracked down the album and a guy shipped it to me. Mm-hmm. And so Tom foolishly listened to it and now it, it gets trapped in your skull and it just does not leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I don't know why she never did more music. I don't know. I, the whole album's good, actually, and she wrote yeah. every song on it. So kudos yeah. to her. And it's and it's 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 wild. I mean, it's it's a, yeah. it's a great album, but it's like yeah. very unique. It's like holy shit, where did this come from? Right. Um, it, yeah, each song is very unique. It's it's yeah. I, I, I'm not sure how or why. Uh, okay. She stopped pursuing at least you know as a side gig. Releasing albums because I know she well, became you know obviously a supermodel and uh, right a big time a famous actress. actress. Yeah, uh, um, I'm trying to think of yeah. something equally terrible to get stuck in your head. <laughs> oh, female of the species. Oh no! You know the, that xylo that xylophone part? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, it's it's in there now, isn't it? You can Female of the species more Jeez. deadly than the male. That one? Yes, yeah. that's the mm-hmm. one. Oh, it's good. I'm there. drawing a blank. On the, it's not... Um, space Hog? No, it's space not Space Hog. <laughs> that was a legitimate guess. Do not mock me. Um, <laughs> I, I've never uh, heard of shit. it. It's, 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 oh, God damn it. White something, maybe? White snake? Um, <laughs> yes, yes. It is white snake, Peggy. Thank you. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, the band is Space. Space. Mm. What? Mm-hmm. Space. No. Space? Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's going to get stuck in your head. Oh, yeah, it already is. I'm singing it three weeks from now already in my head. (laughs) (laughs) And cursing my name. (laughs) Curse you. Oh, this space. I'll be damned. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great song. That's a great song. Mm -hmm. Something, something, the supernatural power is more deadly than the rest. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's exactly it, Tom. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Shock, shock, horror. Horror, shock, 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 shock horror. horror. <laughs> We're totally going to get sued right. by space I now. I do have a question. No, we've given them adequate... Representation that yeah, yeah the song was by space totally yeah all right here's my yeah. question question all right yeah. so you know um the the homeless man that Bill Bill Murray finds under the grate of the city right 
Was him Clarence? Clarence, yeah. Okay, so how yeah. the hell did he get from, he was sitting outside of Claire's Goodwill shop, you know, like outside the homeless mm-hmm. shelter. All of a sudden he's right. underground in the grates and there's icicles hanging down and he's got icicles on him and he's frozen to death. How did he, why did he get down there? How did he get down there? That's where he lived. That's where he, he lived. He lived down there? Uh, yeah, yeah. He had the Christmas tree. Yeah, his little Christmas tree was oh, there. Wow. That was like the gut punch where he's like sitting next to his Christmas tree. I, with right. his little electric blanket, which clearly was not on anymore. Which, right. right. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a thing. And again, it, it was one of those, wow, okay. But it was right. also, I mean, I don't know. Did you guys also find it very beautiful the way they did that? Like makeup and set that way. I thought oh, it was. Yeah, I thought it was gorgeous. Oh, it was framed wonderfully. Right? Yeah. Yep. That, yeah. Yeah. That shot. All those shots in the under in the, under that yeah. grate was was done just brilliant yeah. and beautiful. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was so well done. And then at the end, he. I didn't catch this before, but when he's up there in the rafters with um. Uh, with with Christmas, yeah, Kane. with Carol Kane, yeah, Christmas. Yeah, they're both floating their angel yeah. kind of ghost things. Yeah. Oh, okay, I, I mentioned. Like, hey. So I, I swear, I like I'm dead, but I'm, <laughs> I'm I got, I got, I got a new suit and I'm flying. <laughs> I didn't, um, I didn't do like a whole lot of looking up because I wanted, I wanted to come in like with not a lot of, um, you know, outside fodder from the web about this right. movie. But I did look up. Yeah. But one thing caught my eye. And it was that Carol Kane hated shooting those scenes with Bill Murray. She hated really? beating up on him. And in, uh, I have no and doubt. in fact, would like take little timeouts and just go cry for like 20 minutes because she was so distraught. Oh, <laughs> I God. mean, can you imagine? Wow. <laughs> like you're beating up on her. Because she does it just so brilliantly. I know. I mean, right? I know. And, and, you know, that's just, I think that just speaks to kind of the toll that, that sometimes acting takes on people who really take it seriously and really get into it. I just, I yeah. thought that was beautiful. Like that. Wow. Cause she was, I think one of the standout, like her and uh, Buster Poindexter yes. are, are two of the total standouts of, of that right. entire thing. Uh, her, Carol King, with her flying across the room with her little, little puppy yeah, arms, little puppy like, she's, arms. <laughs> like she's dog paddling into the sky, and then <laughs> kicks him right in the balls. Oh, it's just—it's beautiful. It's just poetry in motion. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah, and she, Carol King, is It's one of my favorites of all oh, yeah. time. You know, I, I've everything loved her. In, does, everything I've seen her in. Yeah. Was she on Saturday Night Live for a while? Or no, she never made it to Saturday Night Live. I don't think she was a cast member. Yeah, okay. No, I don't think so. Officially. No, but wasn't she, she had in um like steady gigs? What what's the she group I'm trying to think of? The SCTV? Was she part of that group? No. Oh, she was the she was also the the older woman in the Princess Bride. Yes. Oh yeah, she was Billy Crystal's wife. Come to the castle. Yeah. Make it all work. Liar! Liar! <laughs> It'll take a miracle. I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch. Your wife. Your wife. <laughs> True love, Max. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she was in uh, that and a bunch of other shit. And then uh, more recently, Unbreakable could be Schmidt. Oh. Yeah. Another great show. And then she was in. She played Penguin's mom in Gotham. Really? 
Oh, whoa. Yeah. How was she in that? Oh, I'm brilliant. Yeah. Perfect. I can only imagine. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, she's... <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, before, we, before we, I just want to say it one more time. Alfrey Woodard. Yeah. Solid. Gen- solid. Genius. But overall, okay, closing thoughts. Um, this... I, I think I appreciate this movie now more as an adult than I did back then. Again, I, I never really got into it when it first came out, but now I love it. This is, it was a fantastic movie and I'm so glad you, you brought it up. Otherwise I would have cruised right by without watching it this year. <laughs> Good. Add this to the list. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's a great film. I, th- I, I think yeah. um, my memory of it was, was very positive. And so I'm, I'm, Personally, very glad that I brought it up, and personally, very glad that it didn't suck. Right. All these years later, you know. Okay. Okay. Um. So, for the group, what's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Tough call. Like, what's one that if you see it and it's on, you're definitely you're going to sit there and watch it. For me, yeah. Christmas Christmas Story. Okay. Pegs. Okay. But go ahead. Yeah. Can we give a top oh, three? Please. Oh, please. Yes. 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 Three? Yes. 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 That'd be great. Okay. Okay. Because two two of my top three are actually quite guilty pleasures. Die Hard. Well, Die Hard. I'll watch that whenever it's on. Okay. That's not seasonal to me. That's again. I do consider it a Christmas movie. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's one of those I'll watch whenever. Okay. So top three. Um, Christmas Vacation. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Love Actually. All right. And The Holiday. Did you, and okay. yes, I'm straight. Did you see that they might be coming out with a sequel? Or they are coming out with a sequel to The Holiday. They're going to do it with the original cast. Mm. And it's mm. a sequel. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm weary of that. Well, <clears throat> you shall go in with a, uh, um, you know, a cautious, cautious mind. Cautionary mm-hmm. tale. Okay. Can okay. I do mine? What about you, Peggy? All right. Top three. Okay. Top three. Yeah. Die Hard, Christmas Vacation, Elf. Oh, fuck. I forgot oh. about Elf. Fucking solid. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Mm-hmm. And you, Ash? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. and Die Hard. Wait, but, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas is so fucking good that it, it gets, gets two votes. spots. Okay, all right, and Die yeah, Hard. So, um, one recommendation. So, when um, Disney Plus first came out, yeah, um, they had this promo thing where like you could buy two years worth of it for some stupid amount of money. It cost me like three bucks a month. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, so one of the first like made for Disney Plus movies they had was Noel. It was a Christmas movie with um what's her name? Anna Kendrick. Anna and Kendrick. Bill yeah. oh. plays Santa's kids and mm-hmm. it is fucking hilarious. That is a yeah, that's really good. So so watch Noel if you haven't seen it yet. I highly recommend it. Anna Kendrick's a hoot in anything she's in. 
Oh, she's so funny. She has like that that self-deprivating sense of humor that I love. But not like, yeah, but not where it's uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, she's she's perfectly got that that, that balance. So so I'm finding a Noel in 2004 with Chaz Palminteri and Susan Sarandon. (gasps) No. Okay, there's also a Noel in 2019. Is that it? That's it. Okay, it's okay. the one. That's yeah, it. Noel with L E at the end. Yes, got it. So N O E L L E, got it. And I see, yes. and I see Anna's picture, and there's Bill Hader. Which, oh my gosh, talk about <laughs> if he shows up on the doorstep, I'm gone. I think Bill Hader is just like, <laughs> I think he's amazing. He's just amazing. Are you a Barry fan? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Cannot wait. Cannot wait for the right. next season. Yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely. Tom, you probably haven't watched it because he's an anti-hero, right? <laughs> no, uh, you know, this may surprise you. Um, I've watched the first several episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and you just could not get into it. <laughs> it just didn't take. <laughs> All right. Well, just- so we ran into some te- technical difficulties, but we're back and... Uh, I swear to God, one of these days I'm going to YouTube how to edit audio and mm. learn how to do this. So, okay. Yes. So, before we crash again, Peggy, thank you so much for stopping by. This was awesome. I'm so glad we were able to pull this off. It was Hell awesome yeah. for me as well. Thank you. I love, love, love coming on to talk to both of you. It's always the, I've, I've it's, been so excited, Tom, to surprise you. And uh, Ash, just <laughs> thank you so much. I, my family knows that I'm doing this tonight and they're like, oh, you're on a podcast? I'm like, yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is always so much fun. So thank you. Peggy, it's so great talking to you and, and seeing you. I'm, I'm so happy. Such a wonderful surprise. So, so, Mike, thank you very much. This has been awesome. I do what I can. I do what I can. So, um, any final thoughts? We're, we're wrapping up the year. Next time we come back, it'll be January, and we'll be back talking about people doing stupid shit. So, any closing remarks for 2022? Oh, I, I'll defer to Peggy at this point. Yeah, what do you got? Well, um, as the as the guest, I, she goes first. I will just say that um, I'm looking forward to another year of Bumps Corner Coast to Coast. Whoop, whoop. And I also want to say that um, I know you know things have been weird. They've been weird for the past however long now, um, but there's always something to be grateful for. And I am very grateful for your friendship. So thank you, gentlemen, both of you. Aww. Thanks. Oh, thank you, Peggy. We are grateful for you. Thank yeah, you. we have a reunion coming uh, up this summer too. Are we going to actually yeah, have I'm, one? You know, as far as I know, I mean, Sweet. it's thirty-five years. Yeah, yeah. God, you guys are getting old. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm actually planning on on attending this time, for the first time since since the five. So, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's so exciting. Right? Yeah. Yes. It'll be stupid yes. fun. Well, I've been out of town for a while. So it's, it's a little difficult. <laughs> I know, but it's um, good, you know. But yeah, this is definitely what I'm looking forward to. Hopefully 2023 brings, you know, an exodus from California and bright and wonderful things for everybody. Woo-hoo. Goodwill towards mankind. <laughs>
ad nauseum. Oh, God bless us. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> what about your closing thoughts, Ash? What do you got? This, I, I think so very little. Um, this was a... <laughs> It was a pretty amazing year. Um, a lot of cool stuff happened. Um, I, I'm happier than I've been in ages, and I fully intend to carry that into the next year, too. And because I don't want Tom to be sad, we're going to keep doing this podcast for the forever and ever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all I've got. <laughs> So I, I feel like it's my duty now to to carry on. So um, because like if you if we don't, then like I'm on my own, like to, 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 to do my own like podcast. And Jesus God, knows, who knows what that's going to be? I, I, I need to be I need to be grounded, <laughs> corralled, and leashed. If I just thought like, oh, hey Tom, here's the internet, go. Oh. <laughs> Dude, like my career would be over. Like my life would leave. I, I, oh my God. Like self-destruct. Like I, I can't do this, you know, untethered. So what you're saying is you'd start your own true crime podcast. Oh, probably. What are the crimes that I committed? <laughs> and then just like leave clever little breadcrumbs until I got caught or like didn't and then like would like laugh at them and like have to change my name and like use aliases and oh god it's just be really a a, a lot more time than I have really that's kind of an time. awesome idea for a scripted story like somebody that commits murders and then puts them on their own podcast yeah yeah, I love yeah. It. you're welcome all right like two percent that's all I'm asking <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I just uh, yeah, I'll spit on ideas. You run and, and right. <laughs> you put the ball in the tee. I'll smack it into the yeah. pitcher. You smack it, and you know the ones that don't put the sand in the rough. Uh, just give me a little something. Give me a taste. All right. So in about a month or so, we'll come back with making fun of people that got arrested or almost arrested for being stupid. And Peggy, shit, yes, you are welcome. Any, yeah. I, I know I say this all the time, but any time you want to come on, you just say the word and you're in. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's so kind. But, you got the link. Just bust it. I know. Well, be careful what you wish for, okay? Like. <laughs> okay, monkey's paw. I think we'll be okay if you stop in with the people. I'll bring you more homeless stats. Yeah, you will. Yeah, because that was a uplifting. Yeah, I know, right? It's such a nice thing to think about. Of all the tangents we've taken. Oh my gosh. Like, that was probably the most poignant yet. <laughs> oh <laughs> Okay. Love you, Peggy. So we ran long. I'm gonna have to splice this somehow. So again. For Tom Arnold and Peg McCourt, I am Mike Eshelman. Have a, a great fucking Christmas, everybody, you sick weirdos. Huzzah! Woo-hoo. Peace out. Red button.